Hi guys. Um, during this time, uh, during the COVID crisis, um, I want to bring you episodes um, that are really going to help your e-commerce store. Um, I'm going to be bringing on um, not necessarily other e-commerce um, store owners all the time, um, but uh, I'm going to be bringing on um, people uh, who have experience um, and can help us get through this. Um, today, I'm bringing on John Morrison, uh, who is a certified story brand guide. Uh, he's just a wealth of knowledge. We talk about um, the four different types of characters that emerge during um, crises like these um, and which character uh, that you need to be for your customers uh, and um, for your staff right now. Um, so uh, enjoy today's episode. These are truly unprecedented times and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there are companies who will make it and those who won't. With all of that being said, we will be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly webinars, where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Now onto today's show. All right, John Morrison from Get Clear Consulting, one of my good buddies here on Secrets to Scaling Online. Hey, Jordan, John? it's great to be here. Thanks for yeah. having me as a guest. Yeah, so John, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some props to John here. John is a certified uh, story brand guide, and I think that he's got a lot to talk to us about during uh, this crazy COVID-19 time. Um, you know, maybe you're listening to this months down the road, and you're like, what even was that time? I don't even remember that time. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But what I what I want to talk with John about today is um, story branding in in a time of crisis um, like this. And John and I have had actually an extensive conversation before the podcast uh, about um, the different types of characters that you can be um, throughout this time. Um, and um, I'd love to hear more, John. Yeah, it's actually something I can't take credit for. One of my favorite authors, uh, ever since I was 18, my grandma handed me one of his books after I graduated high school. It's called Blue Lake Jazz, and his name is Don Miller. So I followed him through his uh, evolution as, a, as an author, and then uh, I became a story brand guide. Is something that uh, a book that he wrote that I was like, this is going to be it for marketing. This is the thing that people need to clarify their message, to connect with their ideal client. And uh, so that's what I've been doing for the past three years now. And then Don oh, just posted that something. Long, hey? It's been that Three long. Years. Yeah. yeah. So it's been fun. I've seen a lot, uh, talked to a lot of different industries and uh, you know, it's, it's been cool to, to be able to reach in, across the nations, you know, like international clients. It's been really fun. But uh, during COVID, I was watching uh, what something Don said and he was talking about a, like one of his future books. So I kind of started paying attention and he mentioned that in a time of crisis, there's four different characters. I mean, like, in a minute, he just gave me this one like mind blowing moment where he said, "In a story, there's sorry, a victim." Sorry, John, John, sorry. Can can yeah. before before we go on with, with that, can you quickly explain just for people who may not know StoryBrand, just a yeah. just a really quick overview before we kind of get dive into into that? Yeah. So the thing about StoryBrand is it really does take the idea that stories are powerful. People connect well with stories. Even the youngest of us love stories. My kids always want dad to tell a story. Now, sometimes I think they're just prolonging their bedtime, but I do know that there's something because the best leaders um, and communicators all use the power of story. And one of the things I love about building a story brand is it takes that power and puts it into your marketing. Uh, marketing is just another way of saying how you share 
your ideas or how you share your product or your service, right? How do you, how are you getting it out there? And yeah. most of us are missing out on this great opportunity to spread an idea because we're just focused on ourselves. And so what building a story brand does is it says uh, every single person uh, that you're going to communicate with is the main character of a story. And so if you just talk about yourself, what's going to happen is they're going to say, well, I'm the main character of a story and you're the main character of a story. And uh, you must be very important to that story, but I'm, I've actually got to win my story. I'm laser focused on just winning my story. I don't have time to hear about all about how you're the hero of your story. Yeah. And so what StoryBrand says is, hey, instead of just talking about yourself, why not position yourself, your company, your brand as not the hero of the story, but the guide. And the guide character is there purely to help the hero of the story win. So we think Gandalf with Frodo, right? Gandalf's job was to help Frodo take the rings to Mordor. Uh, we think of Hamish, which is, we know he's Woody from Cheers, right? But Hamish's job in the Hunger Games was to help Katniss win the Hunger Games. That's all he was supposed to do. Uh, if you think of uh, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore, one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies, <laughs> Chubbs' only job was to help Happy win in golf so he could get the big check to save his grandma. Yeah. Uh, Chubbs wasn't trying to win the game himself, right? He wasn't uh, steal the show. He was just there to help Happy. When we position ourselves as uh, Gandalf, or Hamish, or Chubbs, we actually capture the attention of the people we're trying to reach. And that's what I loved about StoryBrand so much, because it says, you're probably talking about yourself way too much. Yeah. And you need to start talking to the people that you're trying to reach. And then you'll see that you can get the attention that your brand, your service, your business deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So let's talk about it in the time of um, crisis right now. I mean, we're, we're going through something that none of us have ever been through before. And... True. And I, I think a lot of us um, are in survival mode right now, right? Yeah. Uh, but what, like, like, so we talked a little bit before the, the podcast. What are the characters? Who are the, who are the characters like, that we can play? Right. So in a story, there's four characters. I love what Don said about this. This was like the Instagram post that, uh, that I was telling you about. Was He just said like in passing, like, there's four characters in every story. There's a victim, a villain, a hero, and a guide. So there's victim, villain, hero, and guide. And we all can identify with one or two of those. Yeah. Okay, so let me just break it down and I'll show you uh, how it's way better to play the last two than the first two. So the first one is the victim. And the victim really is uh, not a significant character in any story. And, and none of us want to be insignificant, but the victim just kind of finds themselves at the mercy of all the other characters, right? They're fully at the mercy of the villain. Whatever the villain wants to do to the victim that's what happens to the victim or the hero, right? Are, am I going to get saved or am I not going to get saved or am I going to just die, right? If you're the victim in an NCIS story, your character doesn't last much longer than the first <laughs> scene, right? And uh, there's no change. There's no growth. The victim doesn't really even get much of a name. Often you're just kind of there lying at the mercy of, of everyone else. So I don't want you to be a victim in this COVID-19 uh, crisis as a business owner or even just as a, as a person. Yeah. If you're just a victim, you're just, there's nothing you can do. You know, whenever this thing's going to pass, you just have to wait or you just have to wait to either get sick or what you're going to do. That's not the, that's not the character you want to play in this. Totally. Can we say though, John, sorry, I'm just going to, sure. Um, that, that I've seen um, a lot of people go to that. Right. Oh, of course. Right? Yes. And it's the easiest, it's the easiest thing to do, right? To roll over and die and hope the story passes on without you. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the most costly, right? Cause you lose everything in the process. Yeah. And there's no dignity in it too. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to make a big Don't. statement. Anyone who's a, anyone who's a victim is, has no dignity. That's not at all. That's getting too, uh, too deep into it really. But just 
if you're like, oh man, this COVID thing is out of my control. Yes, it is. But there are certain things that we can control. And that's where kind of the other characters start to play in and what they do in response to it. Yeah, yeah. So the second one is the villain. And the villain is the bad guy, obviously. There's very few people, uh, except in some dark stories where you actually end up cheering uh, for the villain. Uh, The villain tries to take advantage of the other characters for their own good. Um, the, the villain may think that they're doing some good in the process. They can justify their actions, does, but does everyone villain, else knows. Sorry. Does, does the villain know that they're the villain? Uh, not often. I think they actually think that they're doing good and they I have, and they like I said, they can justify hero. it, right? Yeah. They think I, they're I, a I hero think... or, or they're just self-preservation or protectionism, whatever it is, right? I'm doing this to protect my family or whatever, totally. right? Or to grow or yeah, to seize the day. Who knows yeah. what it is, but. Everyone else knows that a villain. Um, the thing about villains is that they may come across or, or take get some advantage uh, at first, right? But then the the villain eventually gets punished. They don't win in the end, right? Yeah. The hero ends up winning in the end, but the villain kind of seems like it's he's going to get away with something for a while. And and the thing is, it's very easy to be a villain during this time because people are vulnerable, yeah. right? And you yeah. can you can try some shady stuff during this time. And, and make all sorts of promises and, and uh, you know, and take advantage of people and, and, and g- get some good in the beginning. But who wants to be that character, right, Jordan? No, I, <laughs> I like, I, I'm thinking about the, you know, my response in this time and I'm like, oh man, I really, I really hope I am not that person. Right. right. So how, like, how, how do we know? How do we know but between being yeah. helpful and preserving our, I mean, we, we mm-hmm. all have families, right? That we're trying yeah. to, um, to preserve. Totally. Um, so, so how do we, how do we know that we're, that we're not being the victim? Uh, the right. Villain? And I think that's, that's something we have to figure out in our own, in our own hearts in a way. And even when talking to friends or um, other colleagues in business, I know uh, I've had to really work through this because this is all, you know, new territory for me too, right? I, the first the recession came when I was in my twenties, I didn't own any property, no family, no business, yeah. nothing, right? I just, collected a salary and everything was just rode out the storm. But now there's real stakes, right? As a business owner. And uh, I found myself having to really see like, you know, should I sell anything during this time, right? As a consultant and we have a website service or whatever, like we've significantly dropped all of our fees just to help people. At least we think we're helping, but others, someone else might interpret it as, Hey, John's trying to sell stuff to us. So I always have to check my heart in this. And even just the fact that you're asking to check your heart, or, or, you know, saying, am, am I trying to take advantage of people or am I legitimately trying to serve them? Other people can help you with that too, right? Because we can't always see it in ourselves. Yeah. But if you have other people around you and be like, hey, is this appropriate? Is this right? Like, I don't think you should be making jokes about, you know, a post going viral and stuff like that. I think that's a bit too soon uh, <laughs> during a time of a coronavirus crisis, right? But that's certainly the, the posture of our heart that I think helps us figure out if we're villains or not. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I think I think that it's great. I think that if you're doing more um more good, uh that you're not you're not the villain. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, we'll, I think that'll come out in the next uh, couple of characters or whatever, how they respond to a crisis. Yeah. But certainly villains um are are there too for one purpose and one purpose alone is I gotta get mine while the getting's good. And the getting is good because people are vulnerable and hurting and they you know, they might be susceptible to, to somebody taking advantage of them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, bring us to the next character. 
Yeah, so the next character, uh, and this is the one I mentioned before and I was talking about StoryBrand, is the hero character. And like I said, we all identify with the hero of a character, uh, sorry, of a story, because we are the hero of a story. It's our story, and it's the one that matters the most to us. And the thing about heroes is that they're actually, they don't have to be the strongest character in any story. In fact, the hero is usually riddled with their own fears, uh, their own problems, struggles that they have, frustration, stress, anxiety. Uh, in the beginning of a story, a character is just rife with these things that are holding them back from becoming the people that they want. And any business owner or entrepreneur these days knows full well about those anxieties and those frustrations and those stresses. And yeah. you know that your goals you had, right? The things that you wanted to accomplish in this COVID crisis is now putting all those things into question. And you're wondering, do I have what it takes to overcome this? Um, will I get through this? And, and will I become stronger? Will I become a better businessman or businesswoman? throughout this? Will my company continue to thrive even though you know, we're going through this little glip, uh, blip, blip here? So that's the hero. Those are the questions that a hero has and a hero needs help, right? A hero can never solve the problem on their own. They always need to look to another character. And so my hope is for all of us who are struggling during this time, like if you feel like you know, this is the end or whatever, just remember that the heroes do overcome and we will get through this and we will be stronger because of it. We will experience transformation yeah, and that's that's what heroes do is they they undergo a change. So I just want to give people hope that you know in our lives we're all this hero character and we have our own unique challenges in every industry, but we're gonna get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, I really do believe that that we are as a collective going to get through this crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, because what else can we do? <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else if we don't have hope? We could be the victim, hope. right? We could be the victim and roll over and die and just accept government bailouts for the rest of our lives, right? Because the COVID crisis was the, the thing that sank us. Yeah. But I don't want to be that person. I know you don't want to be. And, and people that are listening to a podcast right now, I don't think they want to be either. No, no, totally. So, okay. So it sounds like the hero. It sounds like that's who, who I want to be. Is that right? Ah, uh, yes. You, it's important to identify with the hero in some parts, but as a business person, we do not want to be overly internally focused during this time because there's a fourth character that I mentioned, and that's the guide. Um, Don Miller really does a great job in building a story brand of just really showing how the guide character is the strongest character in any story. The guide has been there before, or at least the guide knows what to do. The guide has a plan. The guide's there with the pure goal to help the hero win his or her story. And that's the, that's the role I think we want to take in uh, a recession or in a crisis is we want to take the, the, the role of guide with our uh, people with our ideal client with the the heroes of of the story that we're trying to help them win so yeah. you think of this guide character is not there for his own selfish gain the guide is actually there to serve and so taking the posture of a servant every day and saying what do you need to to win your story today what problems are you needing to have solved uh, how can i help you win you know let's take money off the table for a little while and just realize that you need like a life preserver during these times totally. you don't need a sales pitch yeah we have to still exchange money it's good for the economy it keeps things going however that's not our only focus my only focus in this time is to how can i help you win and so guides show up during a crisis and they serve uh, you know mr rogers was the one that that told us this years ago right he said in times of trouble look to the helpers yeah and those are what the guides do yeah. Uh, the guides are, are there to help. And so that's been my challenge. You know, when I saw this Instagram post from Don, I said, I want to be a guide to my, to my clients and to clients that I don't have yet. 
And what happens is if you, when you serve people during this time is there's an endearment that, that happens, right? There's a connection that happens. You know, I used to be a pastor in a, in a previous career. And when a marriage was in trouble or a family member was out, like maybe on their deathbed or uh, something was going on with someone's kids were in crisis mode. If you were there as a pastor and you just sat and walked with people and talked with them and, and listened to them, when, when that crisis ended and you came out into bluer skies, they, there was an endearment that, that uh, happened, a connection that we always had because we had gone through a terrible thing and I had helped them out through that time. Mm-hmm. And they were so loyal. And that's what I think times of crisis does is it actually wins you, wins you some new fans, right? Where people are like, you were there for me when I needed you most, when things were dire, you were my guide to, to get me out of that crisis and I will forever be loyal to your brand. Totally. And I don't think that it's doing it for the sake of, of knowing that there's something at the end of the road for you. Right. It's doing it for the sake of just helping because, because that's what we all need, right? We all need right. guides in our life as well. Totally. Um, and, and we need to know that like there's different places of our life where, where we are the hero versus the guide, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, certainly. And yeah, we do kind of wear both hats, right? We, we are heroes of a story and we need, the gu- we need guides. We need our consultants or our clothing companies or our, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff that we need, our teachers and leaders. And then we also need to wear the other hat, which is we are the guides for other people who need help that, that we can offer. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of, you have to wear both, but when you're, when you show up to work, you don't show up as a hero, you show up as the guide Yeah, and yeah. you help people. Yeah. Now what about, let's, let's just talk a little bit further with this framework. What sure. about for those people out there who have, um, you know, big staffs, big, like a big amount of staff right now who are scared, mm-hmm. um, who don't know what the future is going to look like for the company. You know, what, what sort of character do, do these people need to play? Well, uh, again, you, you need to be the guide to those people because in their own little lives, they are well, not their own, maybe their big lives or whatever, but in their own lives, they are full of anxieties and stress and frustration too. Right. And so I've always heard that when you have a staff, you need to just over communicate, right? You think you have an appropriate amount of communication. You need to communicate twice that more, because yeah. people are, uh, there's, you know, we're, we're all a bit like sheep, right? We get spooked easily and we don't really know where to go. And so you have to be there to lead them and, uh, and hold their hands a little bit and to take care of your staff so that they can be taking care of your, of your clients as well, because they're all kind of probably, you know, a bit freaked out about their job. Things seem out of control and you can show up and, and, and be the leader for them too. Well, that's great. That's really good stuff. Do you have any other, any other wisdom for us right now, John? Well, I think when it comes to um, the COVID-19 crisis, one of the things that we had to do was to shift our message a a bit. So I had to go over my website. And the first thing I recommend doing is to take a screenshot of your existing website and, and then realize that now that the storm clouds have come and we're kind of in the middle of this, you have to change your messaging a bit because the, um, because the, the problems that people are coming to your website with are different than they were uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Right? So th- they're thinking differently. They're in a different headspace. And so you want to be able to capture their attention. So they're talking about something that they're f- frustrated with and you'll actually gain an edge over your competitors who haven't, maybe they don't even have access to their website or whatever. Right. But you need to be able to uh, shift how you pitch yourself or you position yourself. Um, yeah. I'll just use me as a case study. Sure. So, you know, uh, we would, before we, our website service, uh, we would talk about how uh, a website is your best tool to grow your business. Everyone should have a website that they love. And then COVID came and everybody went virtual. And now some people, all they have for a storefront is their website, literally. Yeah. 
So yeah. our website just simply reads now, uh, when everyone is social distancing, a website keeps you connecting. And then I, and I just mentioned a little bit underneath about how, you know, during the, during a crisis, people are looking for your business, but they're looking, they need, you need to have a strong online presence. Yeah. So it's totally different. Like that wouldn't have worked. Like who knew what social distancing was like three weeks ago. Right. But yeah. now it's right. the, it's a buzzword. So we want to use, um, we want to just say like, look, we get it. Like your website is important now, but it's important for different reasons than it was months ago. Yeah. And I yeah. would imagine everybody's product is different now in some kind of way. I mean, some aren't, some would do the same, but a lot has shifted. And so your messaging needs to shift because your hero is, is looking for a different kind of guide than they were when, when, uh, when things were going well, better. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Well, like, does that make sense? Stuff, John, I love that. That's yeah. Great. We don't want people selling snake oil or whatever, like to, to offer them some sort of uh, false cure. You know, if you're a clothing company or whatever, an e-commerce, like you're not selling, um, you're not selling a vaccine or anything, but you are realizing that people come to your website with a certain question and certain anxieties and that they're different than they were. So you need to address that if you want to capture their attention. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is this has been great, John. Really, really appreciate your time, um, and I think that people are going to get a ton out of this. Um, if people want to find out more about you or um, want to potentially work with you, um, where would they do that? Yeah, so the the website platform that I've been talking about is Get Clear Sites. It's kind of what we've been doing mostly these days. Uh, I just think that websites are uh, front and center right now for how people are connecting with each other, and so we just give people simple websites that are easy to build, easy to edit, and you know we have different levels of, of uh, offerings for people with different budgets. So uh, if you are struggling with your website, if you hate your website, website shame is a real thing. We've just got a really good solution. I love it's called getclearsites.com. And, uh, and yeah, we can, we can hook you up. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for your time, John. Um, Jordan, it's been a pleasure. It's always fun to talk to Jordan West. Honestly, I love it. I'll look forward to the next time we get lunch together and for the meantime it's been fun to to serve your people in some way during this crazy time i love what you're doing you know like you've showed up and you've uh put your work boots on during this time and you're guiding people and and when you asked me to be a part of it i just i, I couldn't help it yeah i want to be a part of it oh that's great and hey i think one day we're even gonna get get to golf again of course really of believe course. that i really believe golf is in the we will golf again <laughs> and we can socially distance while we're golfing too. I, I don't know why they don't just keep the golf courses open. Everyone's totally. distant. Totally. <laughs> oh, All right, man. Well, thanks. So thanks sad. again for your time. Thanks buddy. Pri privilege. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. These are really unprecedented times and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there's companies who are going to make it and those who won't. With all that being said, we'll be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly, webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Thanks so much.